passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another episode of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Episode number 19, Producer Dan, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. I have no 19 jokes. But I imagine you are excited to announce that we have a co-host this very, week. Very excited. Uh, our first returning guest. Ooh, that's true. Yes. Uh, Mr. Eric Chenoweth of former KU fame. <laughs> Eric, good morning. How are you, sir? I'm great, Corey. Thanks for having me on, man. You bet. Thank you for coming on. Um, now, mind you, it is Saturday morning. The fact that we are almost on time, all three of us connecting right. on this is a freaking miracle. Uh, but before we move on, a reminder, this episode is brought to you by Organized Chaos Clothing, a lifestyle brand for our way of life. Don't forget to email us at Corey at somethingsbrewing.com. And uh, let's go. Here we go. <laughs> Favorite number 19 of all time. I imagine you don't have one, Dan. Eric, no. if you can think off the top of your head of what yours is, while I tell you who mine is, and that is Mr. Tony Gwynn. God rest his soul. Let's just take a moment of silence Let's. for him. And I'll think about chewing tobacco and how it can kill you. <laughs> all right. So Tony Gwynn, one of the best hitters of all time. And just an all-around nice guy. Never met him, but seemed like a great guy. You don't know who he is, Not even Dan. Eric, I don't think you can disagree with what I just said about Tony Gwynn. Is that right? Best left-handed hitter ever. Can't, and many would say that's accurate as well. So, okay. We've done this in the past. We're doing it again because I made a huge mistake last week. And did you notice, Dan, what I called the episode last week? You know, we... I, I actually called it maybe I hate when people say honestly, but honestly, I <laughs> honestly. think this is the best episode yet. And then I, li I listened to it uh -huh. and uh -huh. I didn't even catch it. And then I started getting blown up the next day that I totally messed up the concept that the players, the, MB the PGA thing that we talked about. Oh, no, that's not oh, a seriously? major. <laughs> I made it sound like it was. I, I full out said it was. Mm -hmm. And I got a shout out, and I got to give a shout out to uh, my big buddy Cats in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Cats and Moyer, Big Cat, and um, then the, the Lutz Meister out of Texas. Two guys. You have to look at this as progress, though, because people that means are listening. You have viewership. They're listening. And yeah. They're chiming in, they're interested. Right. 
and something's brewing. And I, we're, we're, you're, you're snowballing, man. It's, I, it's a I, good, I good feel sign. that's it's a good sign. Yeah, but if but, you can continue to say things that are wrong, right. I think we've really got something here, <laughs> I, right? I mean, there's still hope. Yeah. I didn't even do that on. Per- I didn't, you can't make right. that up, right? I just went that's off. That's how spontaneous you are. Yeah, I went off with the your incorrect information. Up, right? It's fantastic. <laughs> All right, so and you have haters as well too, and we love our haters. Well, and Eric oh, was instrumental in getting me on really amped up about one of the haters. He was. Oh, is he that mentored, right? He mentored me on how to handle the hate. Were you fanning that flame? No, he told me not to say anything. And then, <laughs> and then I, got, I we yeah. did a whole segment about it. Well, yeah. All right. So um, let's press it. Press it. Remember my oh, transition words? Yeah. Because this is about basketball this week, I'm going to try to use basketball transition words. Nice. Um, so pressing on. <laughs> Full court press. Yeah. Um, Jesse Smollett, Chicago. I don't know yeah. if you noticed, but he's been in the news again. What, what team is he on? <laughs> he was on the uh, Empire. Was yeah, on the Empire he was on the Empires, team. and now so, he's not. And, and again, Dan, you 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 and I have done a good job of staying uh, uh, close to the middle from a political standpoint. That's, I think so. But here's the reason why this continues to bother me. Okay. Um, because not for the obvious reasons of potential, you know, again, innocent until proven guilty, whatever, right. but not the fact that, you know, a, a black gay man pretended to be attacked by, you know, crazy MAGA hat wearing people in Chicago. Right. First thing you should have remembered, there's not a lot of Trump supporters in Chicago. <laughs> oh, is, okay, is that true? So, first well, of all. Well, and they were two like Somali brothers or something that he, that he hired, what, right? So forget, yeah. forget that. Forget I, all that. I forget all that. Right. My the issue is crime. that Chicago... As if Chicago needs to be dragged through the mud for being corrupt anymore. Okay. Like, like, <laughs> Does Chicago on. have a bit of a reputation? A bit of a that? reputation. Yeah. It's okay. called the Windy City. You want to know why? It's not because it's windy with the weather. That, that's serious. <laughs> it's called the Windy City because of politics. Seriously? Yes. Look it up. Okay. Because I they will. can sway right or left. They're they're easily easily uh, persuaded either way. So wow. just so, like the wind, it goes left and, or right. But you have just to admit, again. and again, no political doesn't matter. But you have to admit that it is pretty messed up story. You got the freaking mayor and the chief of police blowing Smollett Jesse's mullet <laughs> up uh, <laughs> in in the full on media, and then you got Jesse's mullet. Uh, Full on denying it right. in front of the cameras. It's it's like a reality show. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's press on. <laughs> UCLA women's hoops. Mm-hmm. Got to give a shout out to them. Congratulations on a uh, you know pretty good season. Much better than the men. Uh, they lost in the Sweet Sixteen to UConn. Dan, I know that you don't understand uh, the the the. Veracity, if that's the right word, I'll take it. The dom- how about the dominance thank of you, UConn Eric. women's basketball? Thank you. Is that right? They are, the, mm. they are the UCLA men's basketball of the seventies. I mean, they are. It's not even fair how much better they are. So, if you lose to UConn women's in the tournament, it's like, okay, well, you know, it, it, <laughs> you can't really hang your head about it because yeah. it's like, it's like losing know. to Tom Brady. And exactly. Yeah. exactly. Basically, very, very exactly. similar. Okay, so. We're gonna let's before we get into the NCAA bracket mm-hmm. bracketology, which Ooh. by the way, did you see how you know how difficult it is? You'd think it would be easy just to hit and click and print out a bracket, but to actually get a printed out bracket, 
I have to sign up for like five websites. And Seriously. I will be getting emails for the rest of the year just so that I can print <laughs> out this freaking thing. You know, it's like, That's you want a bracket? Good. Put your email in here. I'm going to use my side email. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, okay. And then, and then year, for years to come, you'll be, get, you'll be haunted by all the brackets you signed up that you forgot about. Oh. So every, every March, it's like I get emails from my old high school, my old employer, my old buddies, like everyone you you ever joined the past 10 years, you get an email inviting you to sign up for the bracket. And it's like, I don't talk to these people anymore. So you just kind of pick one you want to roll with. And, <laughs> well, and we, talked, we talked about this last week, Eric, and, and re- I haven't filled out a bracket in years because now I can gamble on every game at the palm of my hand. And, and, and I think back in the day, I, I would imagine that the 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 bracket putting money into the bracket pool at work right. that's got to have been was, going down yeah, for, for multiple be. reasons. But so before we get into the bracket, though, um, shout out to one of my favorite NBA players of all time, Manu Ginobili. Love that monkey's butt that he had on the his Ginobili! on his for on on his head. It makes me feel good. Meaning he's losing. <laughs> you could when he had great long hair. One year, and then you, the following year is like <laughs> he just looks like it just went away in, in oh. six months. But so that's we have that we have that in common, he and I. But Tim Duncan did a great uh, retirement speech. They retired his number basically mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. At, at San Antonio. And Tim Duncan, who you know, I, Eric, you probably agree, he, he's always been a pretty straight laced guy. He's, did, he's never he's just. A little bland. He doesn't give you a lot, not a lot of emotion, but a great player, obviously. And Tim Duncan was telling this story, which I never knew this, when he got drafted. Do you know that story, Eric? Where he gets yeah, drafted sure. at number 46 or something, and the uh, I think it was Stern. Uh, David Stern says, and with this 46 pick, uh, San Antonio Spurs uh, draft, uh, Manuel Gina, Gina Billy. Pull <laughs> on, that's his name. So Tim Duncan's telling the story in front of the whole hometown crowd, and he's and it's, it was just a really heartfelt <laughs> moment. And if you haven't watched it, go back and look out, look at it. So with that done with the NBA, I am excited though for the playoffs to get started. I don't know about you, Eric, but isn't NBA playoffs so much better than the regular season? It's a, it's well, yeah, because it's a completely different season, and the guys actually care at that point. It I mean, seems like it, right? For eighty-two games, it's posturing to get the seed you want to get. Obviously, it's, it's best to be number one seed, but at, towards the end of the season, you actually do see teams jockeying to get in a certain spot because they want a better matchup. It right. happens all the time. Yeah, and to, to add some color on Ginobili for you, I we talked about my European escapades last time I was on the show, which we got actually, some feedback. People loved it, by the way. <laughs> good. I played in Argentina um, for Libertad de Sunchales in the middle of nowhere, Argentina. And Manny Ginobili's brother, brother was on my team. I played with Manny Ginobili's brother in Argentina. No way. Yeah. And he was not the nicest guy in the world. We did not have a relationship. And I was <laughs> home pretty quickly. No. But it was, it was, here's a funny story. I, I got a hotel room. I had a 12-inch black and white TV in my room and I had a twin bed that I could not fit on. And I had cockroaches under the furniture, uh, stray dogs in the hallway. Oh, and and uh, it was it, like I remember being there and I called my agent and I said, hey, I need to get out of here. And he's like, what's going on? I'm like, well, I've never broken the law and I've never really ever done anything to feel like I should be in prison. I feel like I'm in prison right now for no reason. <laughs> said, 
favorite. Okay, let me get you out of there. Uh, I'll call the team, and we'll get you on a flight home tomorrow. I said, thank you very much, and I was out of there. And that was it. So there's my Argentina <laughs> Now, with quick, quick question. So Manu was our was in the NBA already at that time, obviously, right? Or no? Yes. Okay. He, he was drafted in 99. I was in 2001. This was like 2004. So was Manu's brother rolling around with big, deep pockets because of his brother, or was he Well, he not? did well for himself because he played in Europe and played in Argentina. He was an established player. Oh, okay. He just had no time for me. Like, I, we just I – well, You know what, Eric, Eric? That's his mistake. Period. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Well, because I he's the only guy that spoke English really well. So I was like trying to hang out with him. Like, hey man, let's get a beer. Can we talk? He's like, I have to go. You know, he just it was just yeah, nothing there. Again, his fault. So before we jump into a recap of the Sweet Sixteen and a quick preview of the Elite Eight, um, Eric, you are aware that after we did your first interview, that mm-hmm. KU collapsed. You yes. Know, yeah, okay. It was, so I was on the show on, on December 21st. We were 10 and 0, number one in the country with a four, with a 14 year Big 12 championship run. Did you hear that again? 10 and 0, number one in the country, 14 year Big Big 10 Big 12 championship run after coming off a of Final Four the year before, right? December 22nd, we lose at Arizona State. We then go 16 and 10 the rest of the season. We snapped our 14 year conference championship streak. Our starting center Yudoka Azubuki broke his wrist. Our senior captain Legero Vic left the team. Marcus Garrett sprained his ankle. Quentin Grimes was no longer a lottery pick. And Silvio DeSuso does not get reinstated. So Coincidence? I think, I think it's safe to say that something <sighs> wasn't brewing in KU. No. So you completely jinxed us. But the season's over now, so I can come back on and talk. But and why did, the senior, to, why did that guy leave the team, by the way? What was that? There's a bunch of theories about it. Some people say that he was dismissed. Some say he had some family issues. There's no official word on it. But okay. it, it well, didn't help. One us thing at all. we're not going to do on this show is speculate. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, well, never. Let's hit up. Here we go. I got my bracket that I had to put in my email address to print. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> let's go. All right. So, first in the East, quick recap of the Sweet 16 Duke, number one Duke versus number four Virginia Tech. Duke comes out on top. I uh, don't think that was surprising to anyone. However, they did get kind of lucky, Eric. Am I right? They got lucky back-to-back. I mean, they should have lost to uh, Central Florida the game before. But the thing about great teams is they find a way to win, and that's what they've been doing, and they prevailed. Um, but going through the East games. Um, LSU, Michigan State. Oh. LSU, Michigan State. Michigan State's just so freaking tough, man. Those guys, Izzo's got them rolling. Uh, they're playing really well. LSU came out hot and started well, but they lost their coach, so they're a little disarray over there. But Michigan State is Michigan State. Okay. But every year, you don't want to play them in the, in, the, in the tournament. Okay, so quick before we move on to the Duke-Michigan State uh, uh, preview, did you see that story about Izzo uh, getting a hard time for um, yelling at the players? Did you see that yeah. story? Yes, because our generation's soft. It, yeah. Did you it's see that funny story? Because, Dan? No. Even you would not like this story. Is that right? Yeah. He he. A player made a, a egregious error, mm-hmm. and Izzo calls a timeout and meets the player at half court and is berating him, oh. you know, yelling at him because he messed <laughs> made a mistake. And you watch social media spike. Like if you could back up <laughs> right. and watch the spike from who starts going on. Yeah. Yeah. People start. 
going crazy that he should resign and get fired because he's yelling at one of his players. <laughs> it was the way he was yelling too, though. I mean, he was like, he had his fist clenched. I mean, he would never touch a player, but it was it was highlighted on a slow day of games, and so they blew it out of proportion. And then, ironically enough, after the game, the kid you know, mentioned like, yeah, I made a big mistake, you know, and, you know, coach loves me and we just want to win. It's all good. So the kid wasn't even bothered by it. You know? Yeah, well, of course not, because why would it matter about the person that's actually getting it done to him? It matters more about some random person that's got nothing to do that needs to tweet about it. So go fuck yourself. All right. Anyway, <laughs> okay. So let previewing Duke versus Michigan State. By the way, shout out to my right hand man Sean for a big one of the only Michigan State uh, big fans that I know. So I don't think they're going to be Duke, or does Duke luck run out? I mean, they're right now. The odds are that you know Duke's given up two points. I, 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 I'd have to say that their luck runs out. I'm taking Michigan State just because. So am I. Michigan State is such a well-run team that they don't have to rely on uh, making crazy big plays to get back in games or win games. They're going to be steady from the start. And, the, and Izzo's going to have a great game plan. And I, I, I'm picking Michigan State to, to end the run for Duke. So am I. Okay, uh, moving into the West, uh, a little birdie told me that they saw you at um, the Anaheim games, and uh, they said that they barely recognized you. <laughs> they, 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 you didn't stand out. And uh, <laughs> what, did you, what did you think of the, the, the Gonzaga-Florida State game? Well, I, I, the second half of that game was was the best, you know, half of basketball played that day. Um, obviously, Gonzaga showed their strength and came out and won that game. Uh, Brandon Clark's playing phenomenal. Hachimori's playing great. I mean, I really like Gonzaga's team this year. Um, you know, Florida State had a good run, but they just ran into a buzzsaw with Gonzaga in the second half. The second game was actual comedy for the first half because Texas Tech – and uh, Michigan, it was six to six, I believe, at the third timeout, which is at the twelve minute mark. Six to six after Super eight minutes. Super exciting, was, huh? Entertaining. Yeah, no, it was not. And thank God I was in a suite um, with uh, just, humble brag, he, he, humble yeah, brag. I like it with my boy, <laughs> with my boy Mark Sanchez, who I haven't seen in a few years. We used to work out together back in the day, and so we got to catch up and talk. We both have two year old sons. So we're talking about that, but I was. Does Sanchez was, still look just great? He's he was a good looking guy, isn't he? He's a good-looking guy. He's and he's got big hands. Like I, you, you talk about quarterbacks and hand size. Corey, yeah, I know. yeah, I know. This guy's got <laughs> huge. Hands. I was like looking at his hands, like, geez, these things are huge. But he's doing well. He's actually, uh, you know, I think he's doing some broadcasting work now. But he's he's uh, he's a good old boy. So, so what that, do you think about Texas Tech? Who's this? Uh, this Italian? Who's this Italian? I keep reading about <laughs> this Morietti right. guy. Who's this guy? Yeah, the team is is Chris Beard, their coach. That guy can coach, and I've never seen him in, in live coach. But the guy works the sidelines. He's amazing in timeouts. I mean, he is so he's like the him. hottest name. Love him. He's so why doesn't UCLA go after him? <clears throat> well. From what I've heard, UCLA is stockpiling cash to make a big move after this season. I'm talking serious cash is being stockpiled by some of their biggest boosters. They're tired of being dismissed 
as being one of the blue bloods. Um, there have not been competitive like they should have been the past, you know, 10 years. You go back even 20 since they won in 95, who actually saw Coach Herrick at the games on Thursday as well, too. Oh, nice. But you see, you, I'm telling you, I can't tell you what they're going to do. I have a hunch. I have a source. I have a feeling of what they're going to do. Okay. If they do it, it it's going to be shock and awe. It is going to be huge news, and it is going to immediately put UCLA back into Well, I sure hope so. I sure hope yeah. so. Because so do I. As a Southern California kid, like I would love to see – UCLA returned to the prominence that UCLA was, you know, for my parents' childhoods and stuff. So, so all go. right, so maybe not the Texas Tech coach, but from what he what he says, if we don't get this big guy that Eric's going to mm-hmm. just dangle over us <laughs> like he as if he's a puppet mm-hmm. master, um, what do you think about Gonzaga versus Texas Tech? Which, by the way, I still don't understand how Gonzaga can be as good as they are in the middle of nowhere in Washington with you know consistently a bunch of white guys like well how can they they be as good as they are they do an incredible job of recruiting um they're they're called my kind of guys mkgs that's what they call no my kind of guys okay our kind where it's a player that fits into their system and their way of playing so that you know they're going to run the system correctly they're going to play the right way they're going to do things the right way they're, they're, they don't build those programs on five stars. They build them on, you know, three and sometimes four stars. And right. then they do the system and they're good. And here's something, too. They're in a super weak conference, so they don't play anybody all year. Right. Literally, they play nobody. That's a great point. I mean, they, <clears throat> they they beat Duke in Maui in, early in the season, which was a good win for them. But then they basically take a break for 30 games till they go back in the tournament. Yeah. So they're fresh and rolling. Whereas you got Michigan State, who played in the Big Ten, and got beat up all year, and Duke in the ACC, which is a gauntlet. So it's a really big advantage for them, and that's why you see them do so well in the tournament every but, year. But, but if I have to pick, if I, I'm taking, I'm taking Texas Tech. Okay, I, I just Gonzaga is so good and so talented and deep, but their run's going to stop. I just think Tech's going to have a game plan to beat them. Um, Tech just beat a really good Michigan team. I dominated the Michigan team. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. Let's go on to Purdue and Virginia. Oh, 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 oh. I want to make one more comment about Gonzaga. This is this. <laughs> okay. You're co-hosting, okay? You're okay. not hosting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, but Gonzaga, Gonzaga, for all the Midwesterners out there, um, have not won an NCAA championship, though, have they ever? As far as you know, they got to the championship game a couple years ago and lost. Because they uh, all end up getting beat by a five star, right? Carolina, Carolina yeah. beat them. Yeah, and okay. then Coach Few and Coach Williams became best friends, and they have a love story to tell. Oh now, god, so. I can't wait for that thirty for yeah. thirty. Yeah. Okay, so let's yeah. jump up, jump up to the south. Actually, which you were going there. Uh, you want to start with Purdue and Tennessee first? Uh, boy, that that uh, number fourteen, uh, the the outside shooter on Purdue, he had a hell of a game, didn't he? Did you watch that game? Yeah, well, I watched a part of it from the suite. We had a TV in the suite. I had Tennessee minus one and a half, which pissed me off. But well, it's funny because I was watching that, and the kid got fouled at the last second, and he had three free throws. Yeah, he could have won the game. It was a foul, and he made two, went to overtime, and then Purdue won in overtime, obviously. But um, you know, Tennessee had a great run, great year. They were number one for a little while. I mean, hats off to them. But I got Purdue losing to Virginia in the uh, South 
regional final. I mean, I got I got Gonzaga going on to the final four. Okay, I'm so, sorry, Virginia going on to the final four. So, and the UVA Oregon game, I watched that. That was a competitive game, though. Uh, uh, the the UVA and Oregon game. You, did you see get a chance to see any of that? I no, I didn't. I couldn't watch enough of that one. So I did but, get to see some of that. Shout out to the last Pac-12 team, obviously, to make it anywhere with the Oregon team. But yeah. And then UVA, I you you don't think uh, Bennett is as good of a coach as other people do? Is that, am I right on that? I think he's a great coach. I think he's a perfect coach for Virginia. He doesn't bring the flash that you need to recruit the the big time five stars, though. So okay, well that and that's why I, I asked mean? because I've heard his name thrown out there on the on the UCLA basketball search, uh, but. And he seemed, from what I'm, what I see on TV, he seems good. But what you just said right there, though, he's if UCLA brought him in, that would be a good. It'd be the safe choice. It'd be, hey, we can hang our hat on this. We know what we're going to get. Yeah, people are going to be mad about hiring Bennett. No, but there's if you're really going for it, you got to take some risk and really go all in and see what what kind of results you can get. What do you think? Do you think Bobby Knight's going to come out of retirement? Uh, don't call him Bobby, by the way. First of oh, all, that's right. Bob I heard. Knight. Yeah, Jesus. You not call him Bobby. I know, I I'm sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Coach Knight is very happy um, hunting all over the country, so he's not going to come out of retirement. Anytime okay. Soon. So moving down to the Midwest, North Carolina yeah. versus Auburn. Um, you know, growing up. I still am a North Carolina fan. I got a soft spot in my heart for him. I I loved Eric Montrose. Did you love him in college? Uh, Not really. Yeah, you were he, he made me he made me feel athletic when I watched him play. So yeah, <laughs> he <for> was. <laughs> but I loved his just. I just liked him. I don't know why. So Auburn, by the way, I had money on Auburn to win it all. Uh, when you for a futures, I think I got him at like ten to. 10 or 12 to 1. Uh, That's a you, great bet right now. Isn't it, right? Okay, so you 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 like Auburn, don't you? They're looking good. They huh? are they are white hot right now. They beat they beat uh Kentucky and Kansas in a boat race. I mean, it wasn't even close with with the KU game, but they were so they're shooting the ball so very well that if they continue playing like this, it's I mean, they can beat anybody. Really, they're playing so well right now. Mm-hmm. Uh so they're going to play I mean, against they, Kentucky. They beat, they, beat, they, they beat Carolina and Kansas in a boat race. They got Kentucky coming up. They but they had one of their guards go down with a knee injury. It looks like a torn MCL. Just watching on TV. I don't know what it is. We don't have a diagnosis yet. But Kentucky, I, I got them beating Kentucky. They're they're so hot right now. They're just, so hot right now. Hansel, Hansel, totally. Hansel, so hot right now. So I got I got Kentucky uh, losing to Auburn. I got Michigan State beating Duke. And then today we got um, I got Virginia beating Purdue, and I got Tech beating Gonzaga. And, and then who? Final. And then uh, who do you have facing off in the finals? Uh, then on April eighth. Yeah, um, Michigan well, State versus Auburn. True, but yeah, but I got Michigan State beating them, and then we got uh, Virginia is going to be playing Auburn. Uh, Auburn. So you got the finals is Michigan State versus Auburn. Yes. And who wins that? Auburn? If they keep playing this hot, yeah. I mean, they, they can beat anybody right now as hot as they are. You got to make a decision, Eric. Michigan State Michigan, or Auburn? Michigan State. They're just <laughs> right. so tough. Okay. Defend so All right. Well. You heard it here, folks. He, he, he's go. going Michigan State. I'm going Auburn. All there right. So 
Eric, that was kind of fun. I like that. We're going to have to do this <laughs> next year. Sorry for bouncing around so much. I got ADD, so I was just trying to stay no, focused. Hey, on. don't we all? It's just just the level of it's just the level of the disease. You know, it's, exactly. it's like the spectrum. Okay, well, it's a disorder. It's not a disease. It's a disorder. Hey, we totally so, agree. So, all right, we're gonna keep pressing on full court press. All right, so uh, talking a little bit about my week, I did. Uh, I had to travel twice. I went to Las Vegas and to Kansas City, but I want to do a little a quick thing with the audience right now. I want you to. Just listen to me, listen to my voice, close your eyes, take a deep breath. If you're driving, make sure there's not a car in front of you and close your eyes. (laughs) Deep breath, deep breath in, deep breath out. And I want you to remember the first time you went to Las Vegas. Do you remember Dan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do yeah. you, Eric? Yes. Uh, Dan, do you want to add something to the show today or no? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the first time I was in Las Vegas. Yeah. I have a very vivid memory. Ought seventy six. In uh, no, it was nineteen. Uh, should Roughly. I even say it was yeah. about nineteen eighty one? Okay. And I distinctly remember. Talk to me. My uncle. Walking down the street being propositioned by a hooker. Really? In broad daylight, just outside of Circus Circus. Oh, my God. That's my first Vegas That's memory. the first place you got to go. <laughs> you got to go to Circus Circus and, and meet a lady of the night in the <laughs> afternoon. Eric, how about you? First time. 19, that spring of 1990, I was going there for a uh, fifth grade basketball tournament. <laughs> And we stayed at the beautiful Circus Circus as well. Nice. Yeah, that, that is kind of cool when you're young. When you're oh, when you're kid. young, it's, yeah, it's amazing. It's great. I think my dad gave me a 10 spot, and I went to this massive arcade, <laughs> and it was awesome. like Disneyland on steroids. It was right. amazing. And I went through that 10 bucks. Well, everybody goes through money fast in Vegas, but I think it took me probably five minutes, and I was back for more. But it was <laughs> Circus Circus, spring of... Spring of '90s, Circus Circus. That's my first. Okay, uh, Vegas. All right, I would say. Yeah, I would say mine was. Uh, I was probably twelve. We went on a family trip. We drove the old family truckster. Shout out to Paws Five. Did you guys ever? Did your family ever have a vanity plate? No. How about you, Eric? Oh, this is a good story here. Well, first of all, we, <laughs> my dad had a, had a huge. Van conversion with captain's chairs and the whole deal. Us too. Nice. Yes. Raised roof? Did you have a raised roof? No, we didn't. We had a CB radio so we could talk to truckers on the freeway sometimes. Did you have a VCR? Uh, no, no VCR, no right, TV. So this is not a competition, but we had a VCR and a TV just so you're right. Yeah, just, so you're, just so you know who's winning. Uh, <laughs> what's the All right, go so ahead. we had captain's chairs that could spin around, so we had massive card tip games going uh-huh. in the back, flat. Lay down as a bed. I mean, this thing. No seatbelts <laughs> whatsoever. No, no. It, when we finally, my dad like traded it in. I think he got a Snickers and a Diet Pepsi for it, but there was like 450,000 miles in this thing. It was uh, shit. You just That's don't awesome. see conversion vans anymore. No, never. You know? No. So did, did you have a vanity plate or not? This, you're going to laugh, and I can't believe I'm telling you this. And, and Danny Farmer's going to love this joke because. He actually took this license plate and had it in his office when we used to work together. So when I was in high school, my my parents got me a 1992 Ford Explorer, 
bright red, right? And of course, I put subwoofers in and everything. And one day, my mom goes, hey, honey, for your, for your birthday, I got you a license plate. And I said, oh, cool. Thanks, mom. What's it say? <laughs> B-L-C-H-I-P-R. Blue Chipper. Wow. <laughs> and I, she, she, my dad put it on the car. I was thinking Black Chipper, I, but. <laughs> yeah, that was Blue Chipper. Because the movie Blue Chipper. Yeah, wow, and, and now I get it. Yes, thank you, Eric. And I literally, I literally said, I'm not driving to school with this thing in my car. I'm not having this thing. You are. This is not going down. So I drove it to school. If you know Villa Park High School, I parked out by the tennis courts, backed it up to a wall so you can't see the back. I didn't put the car <laughs> After school, I drove to the DMV, took whatever savings I could get to get a new plate to put on the car. <laughs> and then that was that plate lasted one day, but it was somewhere in my office. And so you got to uh, be a pretty big douchebag to, to have a license plate called Blue Chipper when you're a blue chipper. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hence, it lasted less than 12 hours. You know what, though? I'll give you credit for getting rid of it because yeah. I was a blue chipper in high school and I had the stupidest, my license plate was said pauser one and it was pauser a red one. It, yeah. And it was a red convertible nice. as if that so didn't scream. Red, yeah, it, it, exactly. You know, they charge more for red cars and insurance, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So you get more tickets. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, you know, big time college or, you know, high school football player driving around, with a red convertible that said Pauser One. I mean, come was on. it a Chrysler or Baron? Was it a no, it was a Pontiac Sunbird Ooh, stick shift. Though, can, can you drive manual, Eric? If I have to, yes. Okay, so that's a, not very well. That's that was that answer. Yeah, yeah you don't want to say no. Every time I do, every time I do, if I have to, like my buddy will come the next day, I'm like, dude, you burned my clutch, man. So I don't, I don't. I stick but that's a good shit. idea. That's a dying art. People don't know how to oh, drive I, stick I, anymore. I always assume it's a dead art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you even can you get a car in the United States that's manual anymore? I think you have to pay extra. Because <laughs> I know you can get them in Costa Rica. Oh yeah, well or, yeah. <laughs> you but, can still get Volkswagen Beetles in Costa Rica, <laughs> like the old ones. So all right, so then back real quick, uh, closing out the uh, the the silly um, uh, vanity plate. So we were talking about the conversion van. So our family had the conversion van that we just talked about, and that license plate said pause five. And pause so you, five. it's like, come on. Now, looking back, you, if you got a big parking lot and a shopping mall or something, you know, you're in a small town, you got this giant conversion <laughs> van that says pause five. And she's like, how the hell did my parents get away with that? <laughs> Like it was probably awesome I, at the time. I guess right? at the time, but I can't imagine doing that now at all. No, yeah, no, <laughs> no way. But I'm really mom, jealous but, of this fan. You know, my mom's been listening lately, so I just got to tell her right now, Mom, I love you. Okay, do not take that the wrong way. I think it was awesome. Just, Hi, a, just a little embarrassing. <laughs> so wait, was there a pause one, two, three, and four? No, that's the thing. There was only no. It was pause five. We had five, five people, people in the, pap, in gotcha. the family. Yeah, and then pause or one. Gotcha. Yeah, and so, so you guys drove. You guys drove from Chicago to Vegas. Yeah, they're right. Thanks for letting me get getting me back on track. And that's a co-host, right? Okay, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So I got to Vegas in 1992-ish. We did a trip, two week like road trip, where we pulled the trailer behind the freaking conversion van. Talk about white trash on steroids. <laughs> um, 
and, and my brother got mad at me for get, saying that. You can't that go over fifty five miles an hour with a trailer too. Oh, so it took you forever. We, like, no, oh we God, did. Yeah. And my my I would we'd fall asleep to my mom reading books to my dad. It was, so it was back when they didn't have books on tape, and eventually years <laughs> later they would have books on tape. But I would go to fall asleep in the conversion van to my mom reading to my dad to keep him awake. Oh my God. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget watching that. Anyway, so and then I'll never forget my one of my memories of nineteen ninety was we didn't stay in a big fancy hotel we stayed in like a motel that was right off the strip so you could hear the strip you could hear, hear but, people and, having fun and, and you could hear people having you know <laughs> hookers having sex in the next room right but, <laughs> but and i remember my dad uh wanted to go gamble and my mom was like do you really have to go gamble he's like we're in vegas and i remember my dad like kind of getting up after we all half of us fell asleep and I remember him sneaking like out at like 10 right. o'clock, yeah, yeah. 10 p.m. and coming back. I remember him coming back maybe one thirty-two, nice. And then I remember the conversation in the morning, my mom <laughs> yeah. asking him, like, so how did he do? And I'm sure he lied. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, oh, he's yeah. got a brain in his head. Anyway, that was my first time. Well, that's and I was like going to Vegas as an adult and a father as well, too. Like, and my dad always came back to the room, you know. By the way, leave me, if I ever went with my dad, he would leave me in the room and go downstairs and gamble. You know, <laughs> that doesn't happen these days now. No, God, he would come no. back. And I'm like, Dad, Dad, did you win any money? Did you win any money? He's like, Oh, yeah, I won 50 bucks. I mean, you know, for sure. He's down a couple hundos. But, yeah. Yeah. The other thing I love about Vegas, and I'm sure you can attest to this, Eric, because we know Dan can't, um, <laughs> is. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, it's probably true. And, I, and I, that me, sounds really mean. Because when I say what I'm well, about not, to say, it's, to that does either. sound mean. Okay. And I, so I apologize for saying that, Dan. Okay. I didn't mean it that way. All right. Um, which <laughs> I is. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. So Eric knows this, and I, and I do too, is the, like when, the, when you go to Vegas at 19, 18, 19, 20 years mm -hmm. old, and you got mm -hmm. no money, mm -hmm. and you still seem to have a freaking awesome time in Vegas. Amazing. And then, Amazing and then you get a little bit older, and then you start going to Vegas with people that are filthy rich. And you're like, holy shit, this is, I can do this in Vegas. I've been doing that, this all wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like going to Vegas on a budget is still freaking awesome, but it's not the same as going to <laughs> Vegas with one of your buddies that's worth a hundred million dollars. Right. No, I can't even <laughs> right? imagine. Eric, yeah. So that's why I meant Dan. You don't know what you're talking about. Humble brag. I'm sure you have too, Corey. I've flown to Vegas on a private jet before. And there's, it's a pretty cool feeling to land and have a limo waiting, go in, here's your suite. <laughs> You know, charge whatever you want. It's it's a different world. It really is. And then the the sudden reality is when you get back home and get to your you know miserable house and life. And, you know, <laughs> but it's fun for forty eight hours max. You never. Well, I try not to ever do Vegas more than thirty six hours. I, I, mean, I there's agree. No with way that. you can humanly possibly do it more than thirty six. I, I you can't have to do go for work. I can't do Manhattan for more than 36 hours either. I feel like once I step foot on that island. Is that I, right? I, yeah. It, it does the same thing to me as Vegas. Almost more. I get more amped up as soon as I walk into Manhattan. Really? Than I do at Vegas. I don't know. It's just me. Wow. But okay. I was just in New York and I agree. I, I, There's something about it, right? There's something about yeah. it. Yeah. Too many um, freaking people. Man. Yeah. Way too many people. I don't know how they, people can live there. I'll deal with the traffic in LA over... That amount of people in New York yeah, City, on every street, all day long. in every subway car, in every, every yeah, like, single, hours everywhere. Day and night. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Okay, so we're gonna keep moving on though. But before I do, close your eyes one more time. Okay. Does anyone remember the first time you saw 
the Bellagio water fountains go off to music because I, we had lunch at Spago. Shout out to my, my folks at Wolfgang Puck. Uh, they have a new restaurant. Spago's overlooking the, the fountains. And I remember thinking oh, the, right? about the first. Do you remember that? Do you know how great those fountains are, right? I certainly do. Oh, that was pretty cool. You yeah. got to admit, that is still cool. Yeah. That's still one of my, the most impressive things on the strip, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But, okay. So, Kansas City, on the contrary, on Thursday, went to Kansas City on opening day. Shout out to Major League Baseball. That started. But you want to know what I was thinking as I was walking? I did like a two-mile walk. And I noticed I didn't say jog. Um, because <laughs> in I didn't Kansas bring, City? Yeah. In yeah. the morning because I couldn't sleep. There was a baby next to me. We got in late. I slept like two hours because there was an infant next to me at the Courtyard Marriott. Just crying in the middle of the night. And I finally just said, you know what? I turned the TV up. I was like, you guys want to go at it? You know, you and the, my neighbors, you ready? You ready, mom and dad or whoever's over there? Here we go. Okay. I'd go over by the door. <coughs> Try, wait, I didn't hear the kid crying. Let me wake that kid yeah. up. You waking me up? Yelling. I'll wake that kid up. Right. Um, but here's where I, my point about the Midwest. Came from the Midwest. You played basketball in Kansas, Eric. But it, this time of year with no leaves on the trees and just flatness and nothing's green. Yeah. And then you you leave Kansas City, it's a thunderstorm, and you land in LA, and even though it never rains, everything's still green <laughs> and just yeah. looks better. And then you realize yeah. why there is a freaking weather tax <laughs> put on us here, oh, here? in California. Well, well between all the <laughs> rain that we had. Yeah. We like everything's green now, which is, places are green now that are, that are never green. greener. Yeah. It oh, yeah. It has a better look than that. And there's some sort of super bloom, I guess, going on with the butterflies. I don't know. what. Oh, did you see the butterflies? I thought I was hallucinating. It was like Armageddon of it's butterflies the, coming through, all through L.A. Yeah. What is it's that? The, it's the monarch. It's their migration. It's the yeah, migration. It's the, yeah. Yeah. Migration of painted lady. 73. Yeah. Yeah, I was on a '73 and got lit up. My whole cu- front of my car was just covered in <laughs> in painted lady butterflies. Yeah. So does it happen every year? I don't know, but somebody told me they were migrating from Mexico to Portland. Does that sound right, Eric? Uh, it sounds right. It sounds right because I said it with confidence. <laughs> now the guy that told me that could have been full of it. He was just some dude in a parking lot. But was he asking for money? No, oh, okay. actually. Well, then no. maybe he was right. You never know. Okay, so on the plane, here's a, a couple of things I want to talk about, though. On the flight to Kansas City, I was on Delta, which love when you get to watch all the movies you want for free, by the mm. way. I'm sure all the airlines do that now, but so you go in and out of movies. I hadn't seen Bohemian Rhapsody yet, but I, I had heard you know, some t- people thought it was really good and they loved mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But after wa- I couldn't watch all of it. It was just getting a little too much. But I re- I think people loved it because the music is good. Not that movie wasn't great. I d- do you agree? I I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was like yeah, that's good. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like Oscar. I wasn't blown away or anything. But it was up for Oscars. Oh yeah, and what's his name won the Oscar really for his portrayal. Yeah, he did a good job. Mm-hmm. His his portrayal, but the movie wasn't as good. Did you agree, Eric, or did you love the movie? I I I thought it was great I because actually, you love the music. That's but, my I point. Mean, well, Freddie Mercury is the greatest frontman in the history of music. He can do rock, opera, metal. He could do anything, and he's and you talk to like humble brag. Like if I talk to musicians now, 
they talk about great front men in music history. He's the best of all time. It's not even close. It's like him. He's like the Yukon women's basketball front men, basically. Yes, and then absolutely and then down. He's it's him and everybody else. So to see the story kind of behind the scenes is great. I give it. Like, I would say I'd give it like a four out of five stars. I think okay. it's great. Do you know that Eric is a musician? Uh, I know that he <laughs> knows musicians. No, he also can play the drums. Actually. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I need a drum. Yes. <laughs> for my for what my new need? punk band. <laughs> do what do you need? I need a drummer for my punk band. I'm in. Let's go. All right. what are we, what, can we think of a name first? Uh, Tiny and the Giant. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So, Eric, there. I'm Eric, I'm, I rewrote my song, my next music video uh, for Sharp. Oh. Yeah. AC, yeah. ACDC. Not going to happen this year. <laughs> Whatever. So, uh, so, right, so, but you liked it, but didn't love it, or you I, were sort I of liked nah, it about because the whole thing. It, my point was I liked it because of the music. I didn't love it. I felt like it was a little overindulgent, but um, I liked it. I didn't love it. Yeah. But, but it, it does remind you how much you love Queen. Oh, I like holy cow! I forgot. Unbelievable. Yeah, you're absolutely that did do that. It one hundred percent did that on the way home. This is a little embarrassing, though. I hadn't seen the movie Crazy Rich Asians yet, and you know we have to make it an Asian yeah, reference every absolutely. week. Usually, typically, it's a Japanese reference. In this mm-hmm. case, Singapore uh, Chinese, but Singapore, even though they can, it's Chinese, is a different planet. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't been there. My brother has, but in reading, doing a little more research, Singapore is unique. Um, but have you guys seen the movie Crazy, Crazy Rich Asians? Have yeah. you? Aaron? I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, it was it was funny, but you didn't uh, love it as much as I did. I can tell. No, I was brought to tears multiple times. Seriously, yeah. And I have a problem. I think we've talked about this in shows past. I cry on airplanes all the time, and I don't know what it is. I think it's. Why I'm sure I. I mean, more than usual. Way more than usual. Oh, really? Like I, I almost cry almost every time I'm on an airplane. At some point, if it's over. Yeah, you too. Can I confess that I do this as well? Yeah. So if I'm gone for a couple of days and I start missing my family, on my laptop or my iPad, I have my wedding video on there. So and I'll you'll pull watch it up it. and watch it, and you'll start crying while I'm flying home. Yeah, I'll yeah. have like I'll like get the plan. Well, can yeah. I can I say something? I no longer Please. think you two guys are more macho than me. Because I have never it? cried on an airplane really? because I am not oh. a 10-year-old girl. Well, I, I will cry on an airplane listening to, to Justin Bieber songs. Okay. That's <laughs> it. I'm admitting that. I got to push the stop button on the recorder. Yeah, I, I know. This, no, no, no. Don't edit something. this. I'm really? not afraid to be you're not afraid. open and honest about this. So, I, I admit I the cried crazy, in one movie, so Okay, you have. So yeah. the Crazy Rich Asians, I cried multiple times, and even though you know Nick Young, the main character, is a guy- but I was crying thinking about my girl, our girls, and what's mm-hmm. going to happen when they meet somebody and how that's going to go and the, the all that stuff. I literally was dabbing my eyes and the guy next to me looked at me a couple times like, are, why are you fucking <laughs> the biggest <laughs> What is wrong with you? On the history of the world or what? Wow. But I love the movie. Dude, it's a great movie. I, I love the movie. So Yeah, I thought it was good. Okay. And I was not aware of uh, saving, Aquafina. Hey, have you been saving enough money to, to compete with those type of weddings for your three daughters, Corey? And that's another reason times. why I was crying. Thank you, Eric. Because <laughs> I thought to myself, <laughs> you're watching the, one of the wealthiest uh, – and I don't even – I assume it's not real. But 
you realize the level of wealth that existed in Singapore. And when the one girl describes, you know, that she got the bag and she's rich, right? Yes. The, the crazy one that they call her the Asian Ellen. Yes. Right. So she's got a thousand dollar bag and it's got a map on it. And she's, let me just explain it to you like this. Your boyfriend's family started over here in Beijing. (laughs) And in the 1800s, they came to this place called Singapore where there was nothing. And And now now they own it. it. So just to put things in perspective. (laughs) But that's uber wealth. And I'm not saying that my wife and I are not going to be uber wealthy. I I think we will be wealthy Mm -hmm. someday. Mm -hmm. But I don't see us getting to that level. You'll well, be you'll be rich, but not wealthy. Probably that's probably right because I like yeah. to spend money way too much. Okay, a <laughs> uh, couple more things before we move on to Brooklyn's Bridge. Shout out to Rob Gronkowski's retirement. I don't know if he's going to stay retired, but I something tells me that he most likely will stay retired. They say that he's he's barely never spent a dime that he's made, which is contrary to most NFL players. Um, but I love Rob Gronkowski. It will be sad, very sad to me if he does truly stay retired because I freaking love the guy. Dan, you know who he is, I think, but you don't know him. I don't know him personally either. Eric, what do you think of Rob Gronkowski? Larger than life personality. Uh, one of the best tight ends of all time. Uh, multiple Super, Super Bowl champion. You know. Dan will know who he is because he's going to be a famous actor now. So Dan will then oh, know who this guy is. I will. He's going to be. I didn't know he was a football player until you just said tight end. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no, he's going to be the next Rock. Like oh, sans sans the steroids. Like he'll yeah, be. Yeah, but I don't think he's. You, you said he's going to be the next Rock, meaning like does he have that like level of charisma? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, 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 I don't think he's as talented as The Rock is as from an actor standpoint. I don't think Gronkowski. I think Gronkowski can be a, maybe sell some products, but I don't think see him being a talented actor. Which I think The Rock is actually a talented actor. Yeah, you don't, Dan? No, I do. I like him a lot. He's good. He's he, but he, but also he's uh, charisma personified. And you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, I have seen a couple of. Uh, clips of Gronkowski doing the WWE, and he was really good there. Was so it? maybe I'm wrong. Oh, really? Maybe I'm wrong. Hey. Maybe Eric's right. Let's see. We'll see. Hey. Um, okay, so staying on football for a few more minutes, and don't worry, Eric, we're almost done. You can get back to your life. Um, um, an <laughs> a- AAF update. You know, we've been talking about the Alliance of America and Football League. Have you seen any of that, by the way, Eric? On TV, I'm actually good friends with. I'm actually good friends with Joey Roberts who's the director of uh, player personnel for the entire league. So I follow it very closely. Okay, so then maybe you can give uh, give some points here. So I read this week that they're having a little bit of an issue financially because the NFL Players Union are acting like a bunch of assholes. Can you elaborate a little more? That was, Yeah, but I won't say the word that you just said about the, <laughs> the PA, but uh, there are some issues there. It's, it's interesting because like the NFL Network has their games on TV, so the NFL is a fan of it, but I guess the NFL PA is pulling back a little bit. Um, I think we need to work out some CBA issues and then they'll be fine. But it was kind of putting the carriage before the horse with assuming they were going to share players and they got to work those things out and then it'll. Well, it'll I'll tell you what, it's, it's going to be a shame if that th- does your buddy. Can you give us any insight if he thinks it's actually going to have to fold? Because that would be a shame. It won't fold. They'll, they'll figure it out. Okay. They've invested too much money to come this far okay. that it, they're not going to just Good. fold it up. Because no I, I, I've enjoyed gambling on it. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, and, and I like and I like the fact that it, it truly is a triple A league for, for football players, which has not existed. Like the Canadian League, we talked about this last week. You can't count that. Uh NFL Europe's gone. So this really is a been a great thing for for struggling and uh you know, wannabe professional football players. And I but I did read this, so M M&M, you know, the rapper. Mm-hmm. I did this last You're week. You're looking at me like Ready? like you're not even sure I'm being Yeah, I know who M M&M is. His palms are heavy, knees weak. Knees weak. No, how does the beginning start? Mom spaghetti. Mom spaghetti. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom spaghetti. He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The crowd grows oh so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. Wow, he's joking now. What'd you think? How was that? That was not bad at all. I did mess up the beginning though. Last week I dropped some Macklemore up in this biatch, Eric. You probably didn't hear it yet. You'll hear it. You haven't listened to 18 yet, have you? I'm not a fan of um, white rappers for, what? very much. Come just, on. Like, I, uh, You're I'm just not really a fan of white rappers. That's fine. You can leave it there. Yeah, I never identified with it at all. Okay. So he, we, I can tell that Eric's got to get going with his Saturday afternoon or Saturday right? morning. Yeah. So we're going to try and wrap this up here quickly. Something's but my point, no, my point about Eminem is that he wants to expand the AAF. He's prepared to invest to have an AAF team in Detroit. Really? So I didn't just bring up Eminem so I could drop my fucking bombs. Right. Sure. Uh, I brought it up because it goes with the flow of the show. So he's going to put Did a you team like that flow of the show. You, you've got flow. You've got flow. <laughs> I got decent flow. I, but, well, he but, has to get a team or do something like that to stay relevant because he's pretty much like, what is he doing? Like, dude, he he just, he's out? just is a he hater like, on white rappers. It seems know it. like, uh, I bet you don't even like wow. vanilla ice. Don't I answer that. To. Don't answer that. <laughs> Are you about to say I, you don't like vanilla ice? Dude, I, isn't that I a given? It's not drinking the Kool-Aid back. So how about this? The Vanilla Ice tape was playing on the drive to Vegas in 91, by the way. <laughs> okay, thank, I was you. Not, thank you. I, I, I knew there was a flash in the pan, one hit wonder, so I, I was not a huge Vanilla Ice fan. Did you, like, did you like, all right, stop, collaborate, and listen, Hub is back with another acquisition, something that grabs a hold of you tightly, flows like a census daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yell for show. No. With this group, there's no doubt we will grow. To the extreme, we lock rates like a vandal, light up a stage and wax and like a candle. Dance with RFPs that boom. We're killing competition like a poisonous mushroom. <laughs> anyway. Well, okay. Back to our Queen I apologize. They, they mixed in under pressure by Queen, so I thought You're it was right. a, oh, that's an infringement on Queen. Yeah, so it was. It was. I, I took offense to it. Okay. So I, I'm, a, I'm a purist when it comes to I, rock so and roll. So I feel like Eric's, Eric's wife is basically probably saying to him, it's time for you to watch the kid now. So we're almost done, Eric. So we're going to cross over to Brooklyn's bit Bridge. We hope you stick around for the rest of the show, because if you do, now you're going to know. Okay, today I'm going to talk about something that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. It's called Notes from the Universe. If you don't wake up every morning and get an email from the universe like I do, I highly recommend considering doing it. I wake up every morning and I get an email from the universe. Now, do you is this because of your uh, I don't know bracket how, I, thing? I, no, 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 no. Oh, I've okay. been doing this. I've been getting these for a long time before the NCAA bracket came in. I never signed up for it. Someone must have signed me up for so it. So you're being literal. I swear to God, you get emails from the every universe. morning. 
called Notes from the Universe. It comes in at about 5 a.m. I wake up, I read it before I do anything else. And the ones I like, I write down, and I'm going to read one of them today. Okay? Please do. Yeah. It's called Notes from the Universe. And if you start subscribing and getting them, you will realize why I'm so freaking weird. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> this is the one I wanted to read for everybody today. It's called, it says, you know, Corey, you have many gifts, extraordinary gifts, gifts of perception, insight, and creativity, gifts of preferences, leanings, and inclinations. But there is one, oh yes, just one, that while often overlooked is the most sublime and profound of all, availing you of wonders beyond wonder and the power to wonder some more. It is, of course to think, to choose a focus, to see the world however you like, and to experience it accordingly. I mean, <laughs> what else do you give someone who wants it all? Now, when I read that to you, was that not fucking powerful? It was, it was very powerful. So imagine me in bed, right. reading that at 5.30 in the morning, I, I, the covers fly off, Right. It's like it's like a horror movie. The the covers fly off. I jump out of bed. My clothes miraculously get put on me. Right. I don't even have to take a shower. I get cleaned on my way to the kitchen somehow. Right. <laughs> and then I drink a cup of coffee, get in my car. It starts automatically. Right. Of course. And I pretty much get finds its way wherever I want to go. That's amazing. So anyway, in closing, I'm looking I'm looking for the unsubscribe button personally. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I well, that's his opinion. And you know what they say about opinions? No. <laughs> They're like assholes. Everybody's got one. Okay. Anyway, in closing, I hope you have a great rest of your morning, a sun-filled afternoon, or a freaking awesome evening. And remember, if you keep a positive attitude, something's always brewing. Boom. Collins is back at quarterback now. Collins in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.